Welcome to the Blockchain Hustle, where I take a look at some interesting plays of how blockchain technology is opening up new business vistas across multiple industries. Hi everyone, this is your host Meenu Sareen with today's episode on Smart Contract Applications Part 2. In the previous episode, I shared a couple of examples on the business process efficiencies. One was on the secure and efficient document workflow. And this was a solution from the Antwerp Port Authority Anti-Mining. The other example was on the letter of credit process solution by Bank of America, Merrill Lynch and Microsoft. Let me now share a few more. The first one today is on the supply chain logistics. Now the global and competitive supply chains, they are so vital for the manufacturing companies. And the top two concerns today are on quality assurance and traceability. As the companies are getting bigger, as they are scaling, so are their supply chains. And the supply chains are getting more and more complex. What with the multiple parties, multiple documents, multiple handoffs and so forth. So one interesting example here is from Samsung. Samsung has this IT and systems integration arm called Samsung SDS. Samsung SDS came up with an enterprise blockchain platform called NextLedger. And NextLedger was used to track the global shipments from, uh, for Samsung Electronics and other clients. Samsung SDS in fact has uh, completed its first trial run on an entire process of shipment from uh, Korea to China. And uh, NextLedger has also been used by Samsung battery manufacturing subsidiary to manage its contracts and their execution. And smart contracts has been the underlying uh, feature here. Another example here is on uh, cloud storage. There is this company called Storch. It offers decentralized cloud storage solution. And uh, they tout this as a more secure, resilient, and cheaper than the traditional version. So what happens is this is that the storage is put onto the blockchain itself. So the node operators, the node of the blockchain, the node operators can get paid for the available disk space and the bandwidth. And when I say available disk space, it basically is your excess hard disk space. And because it runs on a globally distributed network, it means that there is no single point of failure. So it is resilient. And the files, they are encrypted and they are split before they get distributed across the blockchain network. And uh, smart contracts, they help to release the access to the disk space on receipt of funds. So that's another example of your smart contracts. Then one very interesting example is on the identity and the access management. And I cite a couple of examples here. The first one is again going back onto the port of Antwerp and the T-mining solution. They have a solution for a secure container release. Moving a container, usually it involves more than around 30 different parties. And I was very surprised to learn that paperwork actually accounts for up to a half of the container transport. And that's quite a bit. So what happens is that when these guys implemented this blockchain solution using smart contracts, in the pilot phase, 
The container release was via PIN code, which was done via an app on the trucker's smartphone. And in the next phase, this PIN code will be eliminated and smart contracts will verify which trucker is allowed to receive which container and when. So that will make your process more secure and more efficient. And uh, there is one more example and this is on the shared economy. There is this German company called Slock and uh, if you take a look at its website, it says that it connects devices to blockchain, enabling an economy of things. So it's a kind of a take on the Internet of Things. For example, it, uh, it, it uses the blockchain to simplify and broaden the shared economy or the sharing economy. What it does is that it has created a blockchain connected lock and this lock can be attached to any device which has to be shared. So it could be a bike, it could be a car or it could be even the lock of an apartment. And uh, it uses a smart contract. So once the funds have been transferred, once a transaction has been confirmed on the blockchain, a user can unlock the device and it can use that object. Incidentally, this company's lock was acquired by Blockchains, which is a US company, and that company is building a blockchain-based smart city somewhere in Nevada. Going, talking about the IoT, in fact, the, over the next several years, there is going to be a massive growth in the IoT connected devices. As such, it is there, but the trend is going to accelerate. And according to a research report from Juniper, by 2023, there will be an estimated 46 billion industrial and enterprise connected devices. And a substantial portion of this will rely on edge computing. And at that kind of a scale, a certain amount of standardization will be crucial for the efficient deployment. And that's where smart contracts can help a lot. They could offer a standardized method for uh, enabling the process between IoT devices by enabling also the data exchange between them. And they will remove the middleman so that it's going to be a decentralized process. There's no need for a centralized server or something. And as such, I think I firmly believe that the highest benefits uh, which a user can get is by leveraging multiple technologies. So in this particular case, we would have the IoT, we have the 5G for this uh, high-speed connection, we would have the AI for filtering and checking out the patterns and so forth, and then we have the blockchain for this immutability, transfer, uh, uh, transparency, and the smart contracts for the automatic execution whenever those conditions are met. And uh, the last example I wanted to share here is on the insurance. The insurance covers things like your claims management, fraud detection, risk prevention and others. And a lack of automation in the insurance administration, it leads to a very long uh, time in the claim processing. I have recently experienced this. Uh, I was flying to Rome and at the airport one of my bags got stolen. I filed a police complaint and I did have all the necessary documentation for my insurance, but the process was quite iterative and it took a considerable amount of time. Now, smart contracts can help out here. They can automatically trigger the payment for a claim whenever certain conditions are met. And of course, as per the 
previously agreed policy. This policy and the relevant documentation would also be stored on the blockchain. And uh, AXA, the insurance company, actually experimented with a flight delay insurance tool called uh, Fizzy. So they came up with this tool which uses smart contracts and uh, this tool locks in the policy and the terms of the payment. And then Fizzy will use the blockchain to immutably verify the flight delay data and then it'll compensate customers. So how it happens is that, that the smart contract gets triggered whenever the flight gets delayed by a certain amount of time. And if I'm not mistaken, this was around a couple of hours or so. And uh, these data points from where it gets this uh, verification that the flight has got delayed, these are called oracles and I will be talking about them in my next episode. Uh, from these oracles, it gets that, it confirms that the flight has indeed got delayed and then it can trigger off the payment process. The refund process is automatically triggered. Unfortunately, AXA had to withdraw from this experiment uh, in late 2019. Insurance is a very highly regulated market and uh, their project head had commented in uh, LinkedIn uh, that the travel or the airline industry appetite was just not strong enough, whatever form physique was suggested. It was certainly sad, but I think the industry is going in the right direction for that. So that's on the applications for the smart contract and in my next episode, I would be talking about the importance of data, which is there for a smart contract. So thanks a lot for listening and do stay tuned.